Hello and welcome to another episode of Cyberspeak with InfoSec, the weekly podcast where industry thought leaders share their knowledge and experiences in order to help us all stay one step ahead of the bad guys. As part of InfoSec's effort to close the skills gap and empower people through security education, I'm happy to announce that we are launching our annual scholarship program this month. Please visit infosecinstitute.com slash scholarship for the full details. In line with that goal, over the next four weeks, we will be speaking with diverse and interesting women in the cybersecurity industry, including today's guest. Gloria Milton is a help desk manager at Phoenix-based technology consulting business, IT Synergy. In addition to helping with recruitment and training of employees, Milton also oversees network and technical support for clients to ensure proper maintenance of workstations, printers, and peripherals. She also assists clients with troubleshooting and all other tech-related issues. After discovering a passion for this field more than two decades ago, she keeps up with trends in the tech industry by regularly taking technology classes and reading the latest technology news. Gloria, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, so to start at the very beginning, uh, you, you mentioned it a little bit there, but how did you get started in computers and security, and where did the where did the passion first start for it? So how how far back can I uh, would you like me to go? I you can put it at the beginning if you want. <laughs> sure. So um, in high school. Um, mm -hmm. Long time ago, yep. for your time, um, before com even computers were available to us and as students, um, yep. we had a class that where they offered word processing, mm -hmm. and I happened to stroll through the class, and the, at the time, the Wang word processors looked like computers, yep. and so I thought I want to get on that, and so I took the class, um, and that led me to a career in, as a legal word processor, then. Uh, legal secretary, working for various law firms here in the Valley. Um, I ended up at one law firm where um, um, that position then um, kind of just the IT tech position just landed in my lap at that point. Um, we had an IT guy that was very, you know, unresponsive to the end user's requests. Mm -hmm. And since I had that Mac and I loved it, I would, you know, come running, whereas he would take days to respond. <laughs> and um, pretty soon they were calling me more than they were calling him. Hmm. Um, the, my managers took notice of that, and um, they ended up firing that IT guy, offering me certificate, you know, said to send me to Microsoft training, and I accepted, and here I am, and I've never looked back. So uh, you, you've, you sort of had a natural feel for the sort of problem-solving element of IT, it sounds like. Right. I, I, I knew I either wanted to problem-solve or um, I loved researching. Yep. And so one of those two. Mm -hmm. And so and IT just was the perfect fit for me. So tell me about your role with IT Synergy. How long have you been at the company out of your you know, time working? And, and what does your role as help desk manager entail? So I actually just celebrated my four-year anniversary with IT Synergy just in January. Thank mm -hmm. you. And um, so I manage a help desk team. Um, we troubleshoot issue, all issues for our business customers, make sure we meet all our service level agreements. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I um, review performance of our um, technicians. Um, make sure that, um, you know, I, I'm also a, a serve as an escalation point okay. as well. And um, I follow up on priority when, um, you know, high priority tickets being system outages, 
um, tickets that come from our VIPs. Um, I also perform uh, quarterly reviews of our of our technicians and just um, support them in any way that I can. So you did you work uh, sort of on the help desk team before you became its manager? I did. Okay. Yeah. And how did you this make that? How did first, you make that jump? This is my first um, job as the help desk manager. It's my first mm-hmm. position. Um, I you know started as level one. Moved up to level two, was a systems admin at another MSP, um, then came here as a level three, and the position became available. And since we like to hire from within, mm-hmm. I was the next best choice. <laughs> uh, so uh, what are some of the, the job duties and tasks you perform every day, and what is your what are your favorite aspects of the job? So, um, for instance, like a typical day, I come in and triage, you know, email, Teams messages, voicemails. Um, we have a um, daily huddle that where we, you know, review everyone's schedules, set goals for the day, just try to get, all get on the same page. Um, I make sure that you know tickets um, get worked according to our service level agreements. Um, I, um, you know, put out fires yeah. for what else? Sure. And um, I get a lot of satisfaction of just solving issues, just mm-hmm. that that sense of accomplishment, and I get a lot of satisfaction of seeing the same in my team. Also, um, I love that not every day is the same; every day is different. Yeah. That is that's got to be my favorite. Uh, so, uh, our, our listeners and viewers uh, come from a lot of different, very you know, varied. Um, technical backgrounds, or they might be looking to jump into tech, or they're not really sure where to start. So uh, if you if someone was looking to get into a help desk role, what set of skills or experiences or professional recognition do you think they should be working towards if they want to move towards, especially help desk manager, but even just starting at the, at the level one? Well, you know, um, nowadays the customer experience is so important. Okay. This is important as a service that we provide. And I would encourage, obviously, to work on your technical skills. Mm-hmm. But in, along doing so, don't leave out your soft skills. It is okay. so important to be able to communicate mm-hmm. with a client, develop that unique relationship with them, um, and also you know, be able to talk technical terms to a non-technical person. So um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are talking to uh, women in cybersecurity and, and some of the... Um, unique opportunities and difficulties and, and so forth uh, that they've had to go through in what is uh, sometimes a very um, monolithically <laughs> male-dominated industry. So as someone with 22 years of experience in the field, uh, what were some of the challenges you faced as a woman of color trying to enter the field of, of security IT? So um, it was a little intimidating at first, especially when I first started, you know, mm-hmm. walking into a room and, and seeing a sea of men. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but that taught me to be confident in what in my knowledge mm-hmm. and just really, you know, just rely on that and and not so much that I was a woman and not so much that I was Hispanic, mm-hmm. but just rely on my knowledge and and um, be confident with that. And, um, but I was very fortunate and I know that, that not everyone is, but my very first IT job, um, was, uh, someone that became a great mentor for me. Mm. And when I did the one time that I did encounter 
you know, someone that wasn't comfortable with me working on their systems because I was a woman, mm-hmm. he quickly um, terminated that relationship. Mm. And that really, that support, I think, is what kept me in the field. I think that had that not occurred, um, I may have encountered more and more of that, and right. I may have just chosen to to leave the field and start a new career. Mm-hmm. So it's really, I, I just, I, I credit my longevity to that. Yeah. So to that end, um, what do you think that we can do in the tech and security fields to make tech careers more accessible and appealing uh, to women and people of color? And conversely, uh, what do you think we can do to make the tech industry understand that uh, a more diverse workforce ultimately makes the entire industry stronger? So in my experience, for instance, when I first uh, was interviewing for for positions, um, I interviewed with IT Synergy. Um, One of the things that attracted me to them is they already had an African-American woman working for them. Mm-hmm. And I and just seeing that, I just knew that I would fit right in. Mm-hmm. And so I would also, you know, just, you know, adding more diversity to your team, even if they have to start at the bottom, give them a chance to, to get there because that's going to attract more minorities like, just as it attracted me to IT Synergy. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that we're we're hearing uh, in in these stories is that it's not just uh, you know the the skill set or the opportunity; it's the sort of culture around yes. the organization and and sort of a, a certain comfort level. Correct. Yeah. So, what would you what tips would you give to women of color entering the world of security now? What are some of the common pitfalls that you that you learned to sidestep that you would recommend other people to avoid? Mm. Find a good mentor. Okay. This really, you know, that was just key for me. Mm-hmm. Find a good mentor. Find someone that's doing what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a woman. If, if they support you in the field, that's what it took for me. Um, so for companies trying to recruit more women and minority professionals, uh, what do you, th- do you think there's anything they can do to sort of better find these candidates and hire them and, but also make themselves desirable to these professionals that they're trying to recruit. One of the things that we've been hearing a lot is that um, job applicant, you know, job, the job description and so forth uh, can be overly stringent. You need to have, you know, 10 years experience and a master's degree and all this. And, you know, statistically, scientifically, it's been proven that, that a lot of women um, will not apply for a job if they think, that they don't at least have 90% of the skills asked for, whereas men tend to try and see what happens or whatever. So is there something that you think we can do at the uh, sort of like recruitment and hiring level? Well, definitely in the job description, we can definitely ease down on the requirements. As you say, you know, as in my case, you know, I don't have a degree. I started from the bottom and worked my way up and because someone gave me a chance, someone recognized it in me and um, just maybe open up more entry level positions that a minority or woman that's not so confident in her skills yet can get into and, you know, move up as well. As, as the manager, have you had the opportunity to uh, sort of job hunt in that way? Unfortunately, um, abs- well, yes, I read, Definitely, you know, you're, you're we have a level one hiring, yeah. hire. Unfortunately, we're not getting the applications that we want. Okay. Um, would love to see more. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently now the only tech woman tech here, and mm-hmm. of course, I would love to see more, but um, we don't get the applications that you know that we would like to see come through here. So, if if our listeners are interested in in learning more about um, uh, IT Synergy as an organization, like where can they find you online? We're at itsynergy.com. Okay. I-T-S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y. And as we move into 2019, um, what are some of the major challenges that you are uh, expecting to address in your in your position with the company? So, um, in my position with the company, we, you know, I would like to um, get into a mentoring program where I can mentor girls that are younger, you know, because it comes down to socialization. They need to see themselves as engineers, and if you know they can see themselves in me or someone like me, I think that 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 would um, benefit them and and um, make them or you know interest them more in staying in STEM um, STEM fields. Absolutely, uh, Gloria. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank and you. Oh. Great. And thank you very much, uh, everyone, for listening and watching. If you enjoyed today's video, you can find many more of them on our YouTube page. Just go to YouTube and type in CyberSpeak with InfoSec to check out our collection of tutorials, interviews, and past webinars. If you'd rather have us in your ears during your workday, all of our videos, including this one, are also available as audio podcasts. Just search CyberSpeak with InfoSec in your favorite podcast app. See the current promotional offers available for podcast listeners, And to learn more about our InfoSec Pro Live Boot Camps, InfoSec Skills On Demand Training Library, and InfoSec IQ Security Awareness and Training Platform, please go to infosecinstitute.com slash podcast or click the link in the description below. Thank you once again to Gloria Milton, and thank you all again for watching and listening. We'll speak to you next week.